You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Kate Constable here with you. And now it's time to talk about the Commanders and the Cowboys. Boy, Kate, this spread continues to grow and grow. It is now Dallas minus 13 and a half with a total of 48 and a half. Uh, this is not an official trend or truth segment, but Kate, I will ask you about a trend that I saw on the old interwebs. In the past 30 years, double-digit favorites on Thanksgiving are 11-0 against the spread. Would you say that's a trend, or would you say there's some truth behind that? Huh, interesting. Uh, I would... Double digits, maybe not, that aren't the Cowboys, because the Cowboys are 1-11 against the spread on Thanksgiving, dating back to 2011. There's another trend, or what do you call it, trend or truth? Trend or truth. Yes. It's the award-winning segment that Paul put together, uh, unbeknownst to, uh, yeah. Okay. So it didn't cover that 10. Okay. So there might be, there might be a grain of salt there, but still in the past 30 years, double digit favorites uh, do very, very well uh, covering the spread. I mean, maybe because for a lot of these teams, once you get down by double digits, it's like, okay, we're done. Let's just get on Mm -hmm. with the day, do Thanksgiving. Maybe the, the, underdog is kind of just throws in the towel waves the white flag at some point in the second half and just gives up and then for the team that's winning by double digits like they're just having fun playing football so they continue Mm -hmm. on so I guess maybe a little bit of truth I don't know I don't want to base my handicapping in this game off of that trend because for that trend there are plenty others that are would make you want to fade the Cowboys in this situation on Thanksgiving you know uh, Paul, Kate just said trend or truth is a terrible segment and that we should never, ever do it again. So <laughs> that is not, not what Kate said. I, I think it's great. Wrong. I think it's a wonderful segment that Don't I love doing every single week. Kate seems to think it's terrible, but, you know, fine, I guess. Uh, anyway. And there are competing trends because we talked about it yesterday on our show, Kate. Like the Cowboys right. have been terrible with these huge numbers, like against the spread, mm-hmm. but then like big number recently at least so yeah do you take a bit of each i don't like 32 touchdowns this is getting to four like if it's 14 i mean i'm who am i kidding at 13 and a half it's a bet on the commanders for me and it's i'm not even gonna think right. twice about it it'll be might probably be pretty miserable and you might need need how to <laughs> you know put up some garbage time and sneak through the back door but that's mm-hmm. it's never a bet on the cowboys at this number 
that's probably safe, even though we've seen what the Cowboys can do at home. I mean, notably the Giants game and, and, you know, several others over the last couple of years. Like, this Cowboys offense is more than capable of covering a massive spread, especially against a divisional opponent uh, who may have just thrown in the towel, uh, given how they performed against Tommy DeVito on Sunday. Uh, (laughs) As far as answering my own question here, though, I would be curious, uh, say, double-digit favorites on Thursday night football in general. Because I do wonder how much of this is based upon, say, the Lions being bad for so long. How often were they double-digit dogs? Because they probably weren't covering a lot of those games. And so that might have a lot to do with why this is such a you know a lopsided trend. And also, too, the Cowboys in many of these seasons over the past 30 years have been really, really good. Facing really bad opponents like the Washington football team and other uh, programs like that, I suppose. So in that respect, it may be a little bit more contextual, but I do think if there is a little bit of truth in all of this, it's the fact that we do believe that this Cowboys offense is unbelievable. And if there are places to bet, uh, certainly the public's looking at CD lamb a good bit. Uh, He's eight to one to score the first touchdown. Uh, It's one of the more bet on tickets. uh, One of the more bet on props per bet MGM and CD lamb to score an anytime touchdown is at minus one forty, and over 90 and a half receiving yards, 90 and a half receiving yards at minus one thirty. Kate, do any of those strike your fancy? Yeah. um, I mean, I've already bet his over receiving yards. I think that's, I mean, nothing's an easy win in sports betting, but I I Mm -hmm. feel very strongly about that one. Commander's given up most receiving yards and receiving touchdowns to opposing wide receivers, second most yards per reception. Lamb has just flown over this number in four of his last five games, finished with over 100 yards in each of those games. I mean, the only time he did not surpass this was, I think it was last week against the Panthers. Is that when they played the Panthers? That's right. That's Um, right. So, yeah, yeah, I think that this is – a, a good bet on CD Lamb. I would also take his um, him to his longest reception to go over 27 and a half yards. Washington's defense really, really bad. They've allowed a league high 20 passing plays of 30 yards or more this season. So, given up huge yardage plays, CD Lamb's going to be the, the player that Dak is is looking to the most. So, also, mm-hmm. Lamb's performed really well as of late. He has just over a yes. thousand yards on the season and 655 of those. So well over half have come since week seven. So just mm-hmm. in the past three, four weeks, uh, he's started to play extremely well. I think I see him having a big game tonight. Uh, so yeah, any sort of CD props you want to take, I would just look to the over on those. And I think one of the reasons why we have extolled the virtues of C.D. Lamb uh, over the last few weeks is because of opportunity. Yes, the Cowboys have had some lopsided wins lately, no doubt about it. But even when they do have massive leads, they're still passing the football a good bit. Dak Prescott is one of the higher pass rates over expected in the last several weeks. He's not handing it off to Tony Pollard even when they have a lead just about every other offense does uh, when they are comfortably ahead. They stick to the ground game, try and wind down the clock and end the game as soon as possible. That's not what the Cowboys do. I think one of the reasons for that is because not that they they don't like Tony Pollard, they've liked him for a long time, uh, but Pollard, because of the heavier workload, perhaps they don't trust him as much. And they're trying to kind of scale back what they are requiring him to do. And assuming that's the approach, 
then that's why they're passing a good bit more uh, when just about any other team would be running when comfortably ahead. And so that's giving CeeDee Lamb additional opportunities that he otherwise wouldn't have. And so I think the bigger question in terms of how to attack the CD Lamb prop isn't so much, are you going to go over 90 and a half receiving yards, but do you want to do an alternate receiving yard number? Mm -hmm. So I'm seeing over 100 yards at plus 104, over 110 yards at plus 146. If you want to go cray cray, over 150 yards at plus 450. Do any of those look good to you, Kate? Uh, maybe over 110. I think that one is doable. What did you say? That was like plus one, 140? Plus 146. Yes. 146. Yeah, I think that's a doable number. I would I would caution going any higher than that just because if the Cowboys do mm -hmm. blow out Washington, like maybe he doesn't play. I, I know you just talked about them still throwing the ball quite a bit, Ed, but if this is a massive, massive blowout, it would probably be smart just to get CD out of the game, especially because he was dealing with some sort of ankle injury uh, leading up mm -hmm. to this game. It was on the injury report earlier. People have been monitoring monitoring his status. So that, that would be my only caution is how much is he going to contribute real late in this game if the Cowboys are up a ton, just knowing he kind of has that injury that he's been dealing with. Uh, so 110, probably where I would cap uh, taking an alt line. I'm probably around that place too, just because Jake Ferguson has also been a really important factor in terms of why this Cowboys offense has been oh so effective. I mean, you talk about Dak Prescott being phenomenal against man coverage. Well, it's not just because of CeeDee Lamb, it's because of Ferguson. And to an extent, Brandon Cooks, who's also had a monster performance over the last few weeks. And so even though CeeDee Lamb should very well get his, they also want to make sure that other targets are involved a good bit, not just for this game and winning this game and, you know, potentially demolishing, a, you know, a divisional foe. All that's great. But also, too, you want to get the other receivers comfortable for when games start to matter even more, like the Eagles game uh, in the not too distant future, things like that. You want to make sure that you're not constantly going to the same target over and over again, because eventually you can triple team him. You can do other things, bracket him to where, OK, now another receiver has to beat you. And you want to make sure that at least that connection between Dak and said target uh, can be more than comfortable. So you put all of those things together. Yeah, C.D. Lamb should be able to get to triple digits. I think that's fine. But definitely this is something where you don't want to get too nuts, uh, even though it is a Thanksgiving game. And even though everybody is going to be watching, you want to make sure to sell those lamb jerseys. Yeah. Sell those lamb jerseys. I, I that didn't register with me for a second. I'm like, who, what lamb jerseys? CD lamb. I gotcha, Ed. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. His, the way, his last name is Lamb and they're Thor. That is correct. It is. Yes. Um, early morning here. Um Instead of taking Dallas to cover, because this number up at 13 and a half, quite large at this point, I'm going to look towards their team total. Um, I think they could put up 30 points in this game easily. Uh, they beat the Giants by 32, by 40 earlier this year. Panthers by 30, uh, Pats, Pats by 30 rather, Panthers by 20. But I mean, they're putting up massive numbers on these teams that are pretty poor. And uh Washington's defense is not going to be able to slow this team down, especially if CD's mm -hmm. going for 100 plus yards. He's likely to have a touchdown or two. So I would play Dallas's team total to go over or the full game over because Washington's offense, I mean, as bad as the football team as a whole is, the offense isn't 
it's still sitting around league average, right? Eric Bieniemy is still the offensive coordinator. Sam Howell likes to take a bunch of deep shots, so maybe they get kind of a backdoor score uh, late in the game, and this uh, total hits over. But I think my favorite play here would just have to be Dallas's team total. I'm seeing 30 and a half uh, as far as the Cowboys team total. They've been really good at that at home, uh, getting mm-hmm. to that number uh, in you know a number of different contests. And so that is definitely one that I'm going to be backing, no doubt about it. Very good look there. Let's go to the other side of the ball, though, because we know about the Cowboys' vaunted defense. Uh, we know that Sam Howell has also taken a lot of sacks. Now, some folks have argued, well, he's gotten better at that. Well, it didn't look that great at, uh, Sunday against the Giants of all teams. And I would also argue too, that first off strength of competition matters a great deal in terms of how often you're taking sacks, but also it's not this linear thing where you go, okay, well, Howell didn't have that many sacks over the last couple of games. Therefore he's fixed the problem. Well, he may not have fixed the problem. Maybe it's something where the problem is not as severe over the course of time, but you can't look at a two to three game sample size and go, well, it's good. Everything's fine. Offensive line is better. He's not hanging on to the ball too long, et cetera, et cetera. No, I don't, I wouldn't go that far. I think this is still an issue here. And so in terms of the other side of the ball here, Kate, are there say Sam Howell props that you're looking into? For instance, the public thinks that uh, under 252 and a half passing yards at minus 115 uh, is a really good play. Sam Howell under 24 and a half completions at even money. That might also be a really good play. Uh, Anything stand out there or maybe something defensively for the Cowboys? I would say maybe under his passing touchdowns is pretty heavily juiced at minus 175. I I wouldn't take that. Um, Mm -hmm. Passing completions, 24 and a half. I would look at the under there just knowing that he's going to have to get the ball out a lot quicker than maybe he's used to or did against the Giants last week. Like when you have Micah Parsons coming at you every snap, you're going to have to hurry things up a little bit. And so that might cause him to, um, you know, not be able to hit his targets quite as accurate as he has. 24 and a half for Howell. I feel like that is not necessarily high, but – a number that is, you could play the under on that, just knowing how dominant Dallas's defense has been, especially Howell being in a road environment. Like, Cowboys at home on Thanksgiving, that crowd is going to be insane. So, passing completions, I would play the under 24 and a half for Howell. And I think that makes sense in large part because for Howell, he's trying to chuck it deep. Uh, partially Mm -hmm. because of game script, but also too. I think it's one of the reasons why he has a sack problem is because he's not looking for the deke and dunk checkdowns. He's looking to go the distance uh, for a home run ball or an intermediate throw or something like that. And sometimes those things just aren't there. So in terms of your progressions, uh, if you don't have something safe or you don't want to go to something safe because you think you can make some kind of a throw, well, you're constantly looking down. You don't necessarily have the situational awareness to take care of someone who is, say, coming at you. Uh, And I think that has a lot to do with why uh, Howell has had the sacks and why this is something where he's probably not going to have a whole lot of completions, not to mention the fact the Cowboys defense is really, really good. Uh, Paul, you've got one prop that you want to share. You're muted. Muted, Paul. Or maybe he's. Oh, it's we beyond cannot. muting. It's a bigger muting issue. Uh, okay. Well, he, he will come back. Oh, there, but... there we go. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. It was within the system. I'm going to say that was not user error. But 
Uh, Logan Thomas, uh, he's so Dallas, as much as we talk about their tight ends, Jake Ferguson, very much a red zone target for the Cowboys. Uh, they have also allowed their type for the most touchdowns allowed to tight ends. Uh, Logan Thomas mm-hmm. is very much a target for Sam Howell. Eight targets last week. His floor is kind of like five, more or less. So expect him to get at least five targets. And he has eight red zone targets on the season. Three touchdowns for those eight red zone targets. Very much up there with four, plus 420 for an anytime touchdown, Logan Thomas. Okay. Might be into that. Okay. Definitely look into that one. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Zach Wolchuk from 105.3 The Fan in Dallas gives us his Cowboys takes and analysis prior to kickoff to Cowboys and Commanders. That's right here on the BetQL Network.